Hey everyone, are you fired up? Well, I sure am. And as always, thank you so much for being here. We're going to talk today about my takeaways from 2019. So sit back, buckle up, and let's get started. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Hey there. Welcome. Okay. So let's talk about 2019. And I kind of want to just sort of review some of the, you know, ahas and the takeaways and lessons learned uh, from 2019. So hopefully it'll help you coming into 2020. One thing that really, really sort of stood out is just starting. And I really want you to hear me when I say this, just start. So many people are so worried about being perfect and and having every single thing in place and you know having every I dotted and every T crossed. And what I want to really encourage you to do is to just start. I can't tell you how much I've learned over the past year, you know, starting our, our coaching program. It's been two years now since we launched our, our coaching program. And, you know, one of the, of the strengths that I think I have is that I'm just really good at starting things and not always being so concerned about making sure it's perfect. And what I find is that I learn along the way. And I see so many people and so many of my students that are so afraid to ever start, that they just think so much about everything and they spend their time thinking and dwelling and trying to make it perfect. And then they get in their head, right? Like sometimes our own worst enemy is actually ourselves because we get in our head and we think too much and we worry about what people are going to think and how it's going to look. And is it, is it going to be right? Or should we have done it differently? Or did we pick the right logo? Or did we pick the right colors or whatever it might be? So we just, you know, time just goes by and before you you know it, we didn't get anything done. So what I want to encourage you to do is to just start. It doesn't have to be perfect. And you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have trials. You're going to have errors. And you're going to have some super great home runs. But if you don't fire, right, more often than not, you're not going to have as much success. So what do I mean by by fire? You know, there's that old saying, ready, aim, fire. But I think what happens is so many people have the hardest time getting ready and they're so worried about aiming and getting it in the exact right spot that they never actually fire, so they never start. So I want you to think about what is it that maybe you have been wanting to do or you've been working on for a long time or you've been thinking about, but you haven't actually ever really started. Like really think about that. There's got to be something there is for all of us. And why don't we just like right now make a conscious decision to ourselves that we're just going to start. It doesn't matter if the logo is perfect. It doesn't matter if we have have or haven't, you know, correctly identified our exact customer. It doesn't matter if our, you know, our our, our marketing materials aren't exactly perfect. We're going to go ahead and we're just going to launch them and we're going to get them out to the world. We're just going to start and we're going to do. 
Make that commitment to yourself. Think about what things that you've been thinking about or working on or dibbling and dabbling on and get out there and just start. As I always say, eat that frog, just do it. So that's number one. The second thing that I want to really um, encourage you all to do is to have a daily routine. Have you ever heard of the, you know, the movie, The Groundhog Day? And it's like people just get up and they, or the groundhog does the, you know, they get up and they do the exact same thing every single day. And before you know it, like you, you weren't able to actually get done the things that you want to get done because all of a sudden it's time to take the kids to school. Then it's time to dip to you know, go through your emails. And then once you go through your emails and it's time to pick the kids up and then you got to make dinner and then life happens and you actually don't ever really get anything done because you're like a groundhog, right? The same old stuff just keeps coming up. And here's the thing, it's always going to. So one of the things that I have found with my students that really has helped them probably more than anything else over the year is really sticking to their morning routine. And we have a daily sheet that we fill out and it looks something like this. You get up every morning and you, you, you know, you, first of all, you start, you show gratitude. You're grateful for all the things that have happened. It's so easy for us in life to dwell on the things that aren't working and to let stress and anxiety and the pressures of life get to us and us to focus on that, that we don't focus on, you know, what is working and what we're grateful for and how great our life is. And the thing is, is that when we only think about the things that aren't working, we get more of what's not working. And so when you focus on what is working and what you're grateful for and all the wonderful things you have in your life and, and you know, just the small aspects of, of, of things, you start to get more of it. You know, I always talk about how there's just certain people in life who it just seems like no matter what happens, they are always you know, they're always getting negative things happening to them. They're getting their meal last. And when they get their meal, it's the wrong meal or it's cold. Or, you know, they ask for a diet Pepsi and they get a regular Pepsi. And just, I can just go on and on, right? They never seem to get that 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 client or that, that, that breakthrough. It just never seems to happen for them. And that's because that's all they ever focus on is how bad things are. Start focusing on what is good. It's the first part of your morning routine, focusing on what's working, showing gratitude. Then we always read our manifesto. We we read our community market leader manifesto. If you don't have one, I highly recommend that you you get one um, and that you have your own manifesto. And then what we always do is we write out our day. We write down, you know, six things that we're going to accomplish in a day. And and I read a book, and I can't remember which book it was, but it basically talked about how in any given day you should have uh, about, you know, most entrepreneurs, which you're an entrepreneur if you're listening to this most likely, that they have anywhere from a 10 to a 12-hour workday. So let's just say you have a 10-hour workday. Out of that 10 hours, six and a half hours should be, be specific activities that you're doing. And then the other let's just say three and a half hours are for the things that just come up in a day, right? So write out six things that you're going to do in a day in your morning ritual, your morning routine, and then actually do the what you don't want to do, the hardest thing, the thing you really don't want to do, eat that frog right, right away. There's actually a book called Eat That Frog. It's a great book. You should read it. And get, get done the thing that you don't really want to do, the hardest thing that you have to do in the morning, first thing. And when you do that, you have more energy, you get more done, you're more productive because you were able to get that thing that you don't like to do out of the way early in the morning. So write down those six things and make sure you time block them, time block them. 
it's really, really good too that when you're you're working on your activities to utilize the Pomodoro technique. There's um, definitely a podcast um, on the Pomodoro technique. And if you're really l- having a difficult time with time management, utilize the Pomodoro technique. And when you're working on your six things, set your timer, just focus on that one thing that you're doing at that time, minimize your distractions, turn off your phone, you know, minimize all of your, everything that's on your computer, all of the different tabs that are up and just focus on that one thing. It's a really, really great way to start your day. And then also visualize yourself succeeding. Visualize yourself succeeding. This is something that's really, really important. You know, the research on visualization and the power of visualization, I mean, go and do some research on it. There's scientific evidence that's proven about how powerful visualization is in your success, the success of your day, the success of you actually attaining your your goals and you reaching what, what you want to go, where you want to be. You know, I see myself all the time on stage. I close my eyes. I feel, you know, I, I visualize myself walking on stage. I visualize people just really being impacted and me making a positive impact on them. I can see what I'm wearing. I, I can, I put my hands up in the air. I really see and feel me being on stage positively affecting thousands of lives because that's my goal is to be a positive influence and make a positive impact on people. And so I see myself doing that. And I know the more I visualize myself and I really work towards my goal in my mind, the closer that I'm going to get there. So read your manifesto, show gratitude, write out your six things and visualize yourself succeeding. Do that every single morning and you'll be amazed at just how much more productive you are, how much more positive you are, and just how much more of an impact you make in a positive way in the world. And then when you go to sleep at night, celebrate your wins. Think about what was what worked during the day. Notice the good things that you got done. Notice what you accomplished. And not every day is going to be great, right? But there's always a few things for you to celebrate. And when you when you recognize your wins, success breeds success. The more you succeed, the more you recognize yourself succeeding, the more you're going to continue to. So I really, really want you to really think about having a morning ritual and don't just let your day get the best of you because stuff happens in life, right? And if we let our day get the best of us every day, we're never going to get anything done. A third thing I want to talk to you about is seeing people from a place of good. And what I mean by that is expect good from people. Expect people to treat you well. Expect that people's what, what, what they're doing is coming from a good place. You know, it's so easy for us to really see things from our own lens, right? And to really think that we know what's going on. And we, you know, we, we see something or something bad happens and we automatically assume that just they meant, you know, they meant to hurt you or they meant to harm you. I want you to try to start seeing things from a place of good, that people have good intentions, that they're there to support you, they're there to help you, that they mean well for you. They mean well by you. And when when you do this, it's really, really important if you're having trouble with, with someone or something or a situation to really think about what their perspective is. Where are they coming from, right? And try to understand that different people have different perspectives. You know, um, it's funny, my, 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 my husband and my daughter had a little bit of a tiff recently. And if you talk to her, her side is just one way. And she believes that what she feels and what she thinks is a hundred percent 
true and right, right? And and it is because it's her perspective, it's her lens. And then you talk to my husband, Steve, and he sees it from his perspective and, and he's right because that's his perspective, that's his feelings. And what I remind them often is, listen, you're both amazing, great people. And I, of course, I talk to them separately, but, you know, Steve, Kaylee's a wonderful girl. She means well. You know, I tell Steve, Kaylee that Steve is a, an amazing man. He's so good hearted. He wants good things for people. He wants to help people. He's so kind hearted that, you know, think of what he's doing for him to think of what she's doing as coming from a good place. And if you try your hardest to think about people coming from a good place, you're going to have more good come your way. Fourth, I really want you to think about what you've been focusing on because I really see within my students and people around me and within myself that the more that I focus on good things, the more that I really, really am conscious of what my mind is thinking and what I'm putting into my mind, right? When something happens, how am I twisting that that story? Am I twisting it for the positive or am I twisting it for the negative? When I think about things during the day, and do you know that we think have anywhere between 70,000 and 80,000 thoughts in any given day. I mean, that's just amazing how many thoughts that we have. And so many people are really conditioned to focus on negative thoughts or what's, or, you know, things they don't like about themselves or they don't like about their business or they don't like about their mate or they don't like about their kids or they don't like about the way they look or whatever it might be. And what happens is when you think about something that someone's doing that you don't like, well, it just starts to build up and it gets worse and then it gets worse and worse. Think about this. Have you ever had a client where things just kind of seem to go wrong, right? It seems like there's a lot of problems with this client and inevitably, you know, you send the email with with the wrong information on it or you send them the wrong photos or maybe you give them the wrong proposal or you send them the wrong contract or whatever it might be. And it just seems like every single thing that happens, just it, it's like every problem from this client just... It, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. And I think a lot of times it happens is because you're worried about it and you're nervous and you're afraid to make another mistake. And so because you're so worried about making a mistake, you continue to make more and more mistakes. And so does your team, right? So really be conscious of what you're focusing on and try to focus on good things. And if you're having a difficult time with having positive thoughts and focusing on good, then I want you to get a bracelet. And I've, I did a whole podcast on this, but get a bracelet Get some type of a bracelet that you put on. And every time you have a negative thought, I want you to notice the negative thought and then reposition that negative thought into a good one and take that bracelet and move it to the other hand. And you'll notice how many negative thoughts that you have. And then what happens is, which is so great about this, this activity, is that you start noticing how much more positive you become. And you start realizing that what you're thinking isn't serving you well. It's not serving your clients well. It's not serving your family well. It's not serving your your kids well, your mate well, your your teammates well. And so you start to focus on having positive thoughts. And the more you focus on positive thoughts, the more positivity comes into your life. So start being conscious of what it is that you're focusing on on a daily basis. So number one, just start, right? Have a daily routine that consists of visualization, showing gratitude, writing out your, your day, eating that frog, getting rid of the worst thing first, and then ending your day with celebrating your wins, right? And then giving yourself permission to dream about what you need. And then seeing people coming from a good place and being conscious of your thoughts. Okay, so those four things are really important. I also want you, when you're celebrating your wins at the end of your day, is 
don't be so quick to move on to the next thing, right? Like notice what you're doing that's working. When you celebrate your wins at night, during the day as you're doing going about your day, celebrate what's working and relish it. Think about what you've accomplished, what you've gotten done, how, you know, how much activity you've gotten done in, in any given time. Relish on what you're doing in your marriage that's working, what you're doing as a parent that's working, as a partner that's working. Relish in your business. What are you doing that you are seeing success with and start doing more of it? Take note on what's working. You know, one thing for me, I really have to work on it and, and really notice in my life and in my business especially is really noticing what I'm doing well, what's working, and then celebrating it, celebrating the successes of my team, celebrating the successes of myself, and then, and, and taking time to be present in the moment and really seeing what I've done and what's working and, and being proud of myself for it. And then not being so quick to move on to the next thing, but really focusing on what I'm doing that's working well. And again, this goes back to your morning routine and celebrating your wins and showing gratitude. And I know this is a really common thread with me, but it just, it works and it means so much. And then lastly, I want you to, to really, really hear me on this. And this is one thing that we, we really um, had a kind of a, a rude awakening in our business this year where we noticed that we were focusing too much on one form of marketing. We're, we really, really specialize in digital marketing, on social media. And, and we were just, we had kind of all of our eggs in one basket. And we weren't thinking about other forms of traffic, right? Like utilizing, um, making sure we're blogging enough, making sure that we're doing different types of social media, focusing on YouTube, focusing on Instagram, focusing on emailing, mailing our list, right? So don't rely on one form of marketing. Make sure that you diversify. Diversify in your marketing efforts. It's really, really important. And think about like, what are you doing in your business? Are you doing the same types of strategies all the time? Have you added anything new into your your marketing efforts? Have you diversified what you're doing? Are you doing just one thing and hitting it really, really hard and doing it really, really well? Well, that's great. Do continue to do what's working, but be careful because let's just say, you know, I remember when uh, pay-per-click on, you know, Google was, was really, really affordable because nobody was doing it. And then what seemed like overnight when it used to cost you a dollar to do, to do use Google, all of a sudden it's $20, right? To do the exact same thing because everyone started using it. Well, that can happen with anything. It can happen with when you over, when you, when you, when you email your list too much, it can happen when you utilize Facebook too much, right? Facebook used to be where no one used it. Well, now it's getting more and more popular. People are utilizing it in all aspects of marketing their understanding, which that means that Facebook's advertising, it's costing more now, right? Which means that now maybe we need to get on the phones more. Maybe we need to go back to some old school um, calling. I don't mean cold calling, but actually thinking about different types of strategies and campaigns that you can utilize, which gets you on the phone more with people. So don't rely on just one form of marketing. Make sure you diversify yourself. I highly, highly recommend that you kind of go through what you've done this year. Look at what's worked in your in your marketing. Look at what hasn't worked in your marketing. Do more of what is working. Take away what isn't working. And then make sure that you are diverse. Or are you just doing 
all of one thing. Because if that one thing changes, right, then you're going to have you're going to have a rude awakening. A really good example of this was when, um, you know, in 2008, when the market crashed and I started selling foreclosures and short sales. And I did amazing for many, many years, you know, selling anywhere from 120 to 170, 169 homes in any given year during that time. And I remember it almost seemed like overnight that the market got better, which was great for the economy. And it was great for everyone and I'm happy it did, but I wasn't diversified enough. Everything was short sales, everything was foreclosures. So I went one year from selling over 100 homes to selling 12 the next. And I remember being called the foreclosure queen. I, I lost a listing and I called and said, hey, why, did, why did, didn't you hire me? And they said, Krista, the last person told us that you were the foreclosure queen. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I am the foreclosure queen. And I realized that I needed to diversify myself. So I went and I made a decision at that moment to start marketing every single property as if it was a million dollar listing. Full, you know, four page colored brochures, uh, um, video marketing, drone photography, Facebook campaigns, digital marketing campaigns. And I quickly changed my business from a, being the foreclosure queen, right, to being the digital marketing specialist. But my point was, had I been more aware of, of, of my business and really looked at it and realized, hey, you're just doing everything foreclosures and short sales, I wouldn't have probably found myself going from selling over 100 homes to 12 months later selling only 12, right? Because I would have been more aware. So really be aware of where your business at, is at what you're focusing on, what you're not focusing on, and make those changes. So just a quick recap, my 2019 takeaways. Number one, start. Just start. Go for it. Don't be so concerned about being perfect. Be perfectly imperfect and just start. No one loves perfection anyways, and you will learn along the way. The importance of your daily ritual. Make sure you do it. You'll see amazing results if you actually do a daily ritual every single day. Make sure that daily ritual includes reading a manifesto, or affirmations, right? Showing gratitude, writing out what you're going to get done during that day, write down your six things, time block those six things, and celebrate your wins. Make sure you also see people from a good place. Expect people that they're doing what they say they're doing, that they're coming from a place of love and of good intentions. Really, really important. Also, be super conscious of what you're focusing on. Where is your brain going? What thoughts are going through your head? Utilize the wristband, the bracelet tactic. When you, when you notice yourself saying something or thinking about something negative, put that bracelet on the other hand and rephrase what you were thinking into something positive. And before you know it, you will realize that you are thinking about positive things much more than you are negative, And you're going to see a much more positive outcome in your life and in what you're doing. And lastly, don't rely too much on one thing, especially within your marketing. Make sure that you're diversifying in your business. So everyone, I hope that you had a great and amazing 2019. I know there's so much for all of us to learn. We all made mistakes. We all had some great successes. Focus on your successes. Focus on what you did, what you did well. And forgive yourself for the things that you didn't do well, right? Be loving to yourself and also with that being said, forgive others, be loving to others, and think about what you want to accomplish in 2020. 
What do you want to accomplish in 2020? I know everyone's got these New Year's resolutions. And if you know me or listen to me very often, you know, I'm not a huge fan of them because um, I think it's 92% of New Year's resolutions don't ever get met. Believe that's the statistic. So only 8% of people actually end up doing their New Year's resolution. I'm so much more interested in long lasting change, long lasting change in your life and in your business. And so if you are a New Year's resolution person, great, but really, really think about what 2020, how you want it to look, what changes you want to make. Maybe you want to take something, maybe you want to add something in your life. It doesn't have to be something you take away, right? Maybe you want to add something or start doing something that you weren't doing in the past. And then really, really set yourself up for success. I did a training on um, the 12-week year based upon the book, The 12-Week Year, and it talks about tactics and strategies for actually achieving your goals in life. And you achieve more in 12 weeks than you do in actually in, um, in a whole year. Go back and listen to that training. Watch the training. Take the training and set yourself up for success for 2020. I really appreciate your time. I've just enjoyed so much, you know, just hearing your feedback. And I just want to thank everyone for just your support and your love and just being there for me and helping me be able to really achieve my dreams of making an impact in the world. So thank you so much. I hope you are all as fired up as I am. Please, please go out there and remember, it's great to learn, but if you don't actually implement, nothing can happen. And as always, everybody, make it a great day. And I appreciate your support. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month. Or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we've found it. See you soon.